Hey y'all, me again, Ed Carbohol, MMA contributor for SureDog.com, MMA News, and MyMMANews.com. Um, just wanted to give a quick update. Obviously, news came out uh, today that uh, Mirko Krokop Filipovich, um, legendary heavyweight from uh, Pride FC, UFC, uh, rising open weight champion. Uh, you know, he just fought at the event that I covered, Bellator 216. Um, he uh, suffered a stroke and announced his retirement because uh, apparently it was a brain aneurysm. And um, like it's crazy because he literally just fought two weeks ago. But he says it wasn't from fighting, according to his doctors. You know, it was a uh, local Croatian uh Piece. I think Middle Easy first put out the English, for, broke the broke the news in English. Um, so if you check the MiddleEasy.com, I think that's the earliest report you can read, and um, they have the translation of what he said on. Uh, I think it was his own social media post that he posted in in his language. Uh, the details of what happened, but obviously, you know, um, at least he ended his career on a win, and uh, you know the guy's not dead. He's just got a play it safe he's got a rest they said only all he can do is walk for the next few weeks and then um you know he's got to take it easy and he can go back he said he's going to train obviously i mean the thing is if when you do martial arts as an as a form of exercise you really can't do much else like anything else you do and i'm speaking from my own experience like i've been training half my life um and all the exercises that i do including like from walking, um, you know, kettlebells, push-ups, any type of calisthenic, it's all centered around um, my jiu-jitsu, you know, and um, eventually I want to start getting back into my own striking as well because I did do, uh, you know, I began my martial arts training young with striking arts. But um, anyway, not about me, it's about him. And um, yeah, so Mirko Krokop Filipovic, uh, his last fight, I mean, I, I wish I, uh, he, you know, he's not a, I don't want to say he's not media friendly. He just doesn't like doing media, but, um, you know, it was certainly, uh, an honor to be there live for his final fight. And, um, personally, I mean, uh, with, uh, Bellator, I've, I've managed to, uh, like covering Bellator events and, and, you know, getting into the sport. I never thought that you never think you're going to get to meet uh, a lot of the uh, legends in combat sports that you get to meet. So it's, it's been pretty, it was pretty cool to him, Fedor and uh, Wanderlei Silva. Uh, Jesus. I mean, Hoist Gracie, so many fighters that you get to, to, you know, sometimes we take uh, their presence for granted until you, they stopped fighting, so it's it's really cool that I, that I got to see that last one, um, and, and he went out on a win. Not many people can do that. I know George St. Pierre just did that. Um, speaking of which, we just did a uh, me and the other folks at SureDog, we did a uh, like um, remembering George St. Pierre's best moments type of piece. Uh, I forget what it's called. I forgot what they called it officially, but uh, so it's all. Uh, pieces written by people from the staff that obviously we're all different ages from various, you know, some guys are very new to the sport and some are very 
have been following it since its inception, like myself. So you can read all the different takes on, on the different parts of George St. Pierre's career. Um, and my piece is in there too. It's over at suredog.com. Um, anyway, so, um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention was, uh, uh, Ariel Hawani was making a big, uh, stink out of Chael Sonnen picking Anthony Smith to win. Uh, and if you guys listened to the last episode I recorded, the, uh, my official picks were just, uh, published over at MMAnews.com. Um, I'm two to one there. Uh, two of the three people that normally do them. Um, I'm the only one that thinks, uh, like Chael that, uh, Anthony Smith has what it takes to, um, change the guard at light heavyweight and, um, you know, kind of break the me- the mirror of, uh, the image rather of John Jones. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not alone in thinking that I, I think the odds are showing that I think, um, when the fight was first announced, he was closer to, f- he was like 490, maybe plus 500. And it's lowered a little bit. I, I think people are starting to see that. That um, I mean, there's just he's he's actually this is a I don't know if it's the first time, but he's definitely first time in a while somebody is younger than John Jones. John Jones is 30, and I believe uh, Smith is 27. So it's only like a couple of years, or he might be 28 or 29, but it's a year or two. Not that much of a difference that it should make because they're both, I mean, it's it's the prime age for combat sports, especially at the championship level. But um, I just wanted to elaborate on, on why I, I, I gave you all the picks and why I picked uh, him. Um, but the other thing is I, it just seems like he's going to, uh, it just seems like he's he'll he's not going to, take the damage the way other fighters have taken it. I mean, he, he said it on, uh, I was listening to Hanato Laranja's podcast as I was driving around today and, and he interviewed him. And, um, one of the, in, in the interview, he says, you know, a lot of, a lot of Jones previous opponents are already beaten by Jones before they even walk in to the cage when they fight him. So that, uh, I think there's some truth to that. And obviously Smith, he he offered the challenge and accepted it humbly, and um, I think he's just saving all. If you read about the guy, Brett Okamoto wrote a really good piece about Smith um, over at ESPN about just his history. I mean, he, the guy, uh, you know, it, it's pretty much he's been through. He actually admits he's he's done everything that John Jones has done, including crash his car. I mean, not he didn't hit a pregnant lady, but. And survived and came back, but he the, the difference is that he admitted his his own fault and uh, you know has has been humbled by the experiences and wants to do better and be better. And uh, you know, I don't think fans are seeing that in John Jones. I think I know people that I talk to that that do talk to John Jones and know him personally um, say that that is the case. But you know, that's not it's not displayed very well. Whereas Smith does display it very well, so. I just wanted to elaborate on that and talk about Crow Cop. And then um, I figured uh, since I was away, I would give you guys a, a bonus interview I got uh, just literally a few hours ago. I spoke with uh, Gilbert Durinho Burns. Um, he competes on March 15th at uh, Titan FC 53. There's a combat grappling super fight, and uh, it's him and Gleason Taibau, uh, uh 
facing each other in the very first grappling combat grappling super fight and titan fc they're going to try to feature them mixed in with mma fights so and for those of you that are out out of the uh, jiu-jitsu culture um combat grappling or combat jiu-jitsu it's pretty much a uh, submission only but um you can slap your opponent so <laughs> slaps are allowed and um so yeah i figured i'd give you that and um that's uh march 15th so it's two weeks away um and if you're not following the podcast that i'm always recording that's we're consistent with every week <clears throat> please give it a follow coast to coast combat hour um midweek is usually when we have uh, we record tuesday nights and it's usually up uh late that night or, and distributed throughout the week uh we're supposed to have wonder boy on uh for that me uh and uh my co-host matt hawkins so all, that podcast is on anchor and spotify itunes everywhere else you uh you listen to podcasts um coast the number two and then coast combat hour so please subscribe listen like um you could also subscribe to to see the video version of the interviews, all of the interviews for this podcast and that one at the blogboardjungle.com uh, YouTube channel. So um, this uh, this is it, the episode you're the interview you're about to listen to is already uploaded there. If you want to see how Gilbert Burns is looking and getting ready for his uh, grappling event, talks a little bit about the upcoming UFC uh, on ESPN three. Uh, UFC on ESPN Plus number three. They're they're going to be in Florida in his neck of the woods uh, April 27th. And um, he talks about the possibility of being on that card, the uh, Titan FC match, obviously. And um, a lot of, I got a, I got to pick his brain about a lot of jiu-jitsu stuff. So definitely worth listening to if you're a jiu-jitsu guy. And uh, I figured, again, once again, this is a interview is a bonus. It's my apology for uh being away for so long um obviously recording uh so late in 2019 but uh, again thanks for listening and i hope you enjoy the interview again uh sunday afternoon i'll do my uh, afterthought or maybe right after i'm gonna be with a couple of ball breakers on saturday watching the fight and they will not let me record in peace so <laughs> um that's why it'll be so late after but obviously on twitter follow my tweets at carbazel during the event, I'll uh, I'll definitely be uh, watching it. This is this is not one anyone wants to miss. All right, uh, Durinho, Gilbert Burns, thank you for uh, thank you for taking some time to talk. I, I know uh, I know you're a busy guy, and you got to get ready for a fight uh, or or the combat jujitsu match on at Titan FC 53. Uh, it's only a couple weeks away. Uh, did I say that right? How you doing? Good, brother. Yeah, yeah. Durinho, you did good. You did good. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited with that, with that match, with the, the combat grappling. It's a thing that was already training. Uh, I have one of my friends, uh, Wagner Rocha, one of my main trainers, uh, Jiu-Jitsu. He, he was doing for a while, and I was training with him a lot, make sure he was ready for his upcoming fight. He fought a couple... I think he I helped him with two grappling, like grappling combat that, uh-huh. that he did it. So I, I was one of his main trainees. And I'm excited. I'm excited to do it now. Like, we'll be on a Titan FC. We'll be like, like very close to my house. So I have a lot of friends of mine coming to watch to support. And I'm excited. 
So you're facing uh, uh, Gleason Tebow, right? Yes. Uh, oh, my, my mic's not down. You hear me better now? Sorry yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's too good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I know you mentioned Wagner Hosha. Uh, I mean, that's the guy that everybody blames for, for covering, covering him yes, out. Yes, oh, this no. guy, very rough. <laughs> I mean, very nice guy, but very rough during training. Like, his jiu-jitsu is very good, but he's rough. He's that guy, that, that little... Uh, it's hard to say, but a little nasty with the submission, with the with the thing. He's not gonna he's not gonna be very gentle as as he does the, the, the grappling. Yeah, I mean they they call jujitsu the the gentle art, but I mean you know you yeah, you. It's you not still... gentle. <laughs> not, not gentle at all. <laughs> so uh, did you um? I mean I I know you've done like kasaya and you compete grappling yeah. regularly, um, yeah. but is this is this is your first combat jujitsu or you did it before already? Uh, no, I never did. That would be my first time doing the, the mm -hmm. combat jiu-jitsu, the grappling combat. I don't know how they call it now, but it's the, the, the jiu-jitsu with the slaps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> be the first time that I'm doing it. I was doing a lot of grappling, like you said. I did Kasai. I did Polaris. I did Fight to Win Pro. I did, like, a lot of tournaments. I tried to keep busy with my grappling, keep, like, improving, keep testing myself. Uh, between my MMA fights and always that I have a little little gap between the fights. If I get a, I still waiting for to get on the on the Miami card on the April twenty seven. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah. yeah, I'm about I I'm about they almost it's kind of like always almost yes to that date. I don't have a opponent yet, but they confirmed to me that date. Mm -hmm. But. With that being said, so I do a plan. I do all my plan with my coach, my my conditioning coach, at IEGP. They all we always talk about, oh, you're gonna do grappling or not. But the gapping that I need between a grappling fight and MMA fight is at least six weeks. Mm -hmm. If I have six weeks, we know like we know fighting, we don't know wake up with nothing between MMA fight is good for me. So in that. And the, the date that presents the Titan FC is on the 15th. So I have six weeks after that fight. Mm. If I get a fight on, on a Miami card, so I say yes. And uh, I'm facing Gleason Tibau, UFC veteran, very, very well around, very knowing from his takedowns. And then his, his jiu-jitsu, I think he still might have the record mm -hmm. or the most takedowns in the lightweight division on UFC. So I'm very excited with that, with the matchup, with the challenge that I have ahead of me, and been training hard, been been waiting for that fight. We almost fought in the UFC. We almost got we verbally say yes, but I think he, I don't know if he got hurt or something happened, and I end up fighting Preserves. But I suppose fight Tibau at that time. But we never fought. We have a great relationship. Always that I sometimes I saw him here in Florida. Nice guy. I have nothing, nothing bad to say against yeah. him. And I know him from back in the days from North Union in Brazil. I used to train pro. But at the time, I was like yellow belt or something. I was going to Andre Pedernier's North Union to train in Brazil. Tibau was already training that he was already doing MMA. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I know the guy very well. I know a lot of his games. I think more than he thinks I know. I know I studied a lot of his fights. And I'm excited, bro. It's gonna be a nice, I think, first combat grappling at Titan FC. Yeah, a lot of people are already talking about. It. I know Jay Z, Cavalcante, uh, uh, Argila. A lot of people asking, "Hey, I want to do it too." So I think it will be like the first one. But we're gonna open a lot of doors for for the guys in the future. Yeah, no, it's it definitely. I mean, there's always that. You know, if you try to if you try to uh, 
when I try to talk to people about to watch jujitsu matches, uh, you know, uh, streaming, it's only my, my training partners that, that are interested. But if you talk to somebody else, if it's just grappling like a casual fan, they're kind of like, oh, you know, they don't understand it. But for some reason, when you add the slaps, that yes. it wakes yes. people up. I mean, for sure. But uh, so, so what do you, I know you, when you won, uh, your last fight was UFC 231. Yes. Uh, and after that, I know you said you wanted to get back as you wanted to uh, try to fight again as soon as February. I know this is like the the later than you wanted to, but how do you how do you rec how do you recommend somebody that competes in jujitsu, uh, like the training schedule as far as like I know you said you don't worry about the weight cutting until the six weeks, but like as far as somebody that wants to do uh, grappling at the level that you've done it, what well, what's what's the regimen you like suggest to your students and stuff. So I think I, I keep always busy with my with my basics. Like I'm a, I'm a jiu-jitsu guy. I always try to wrestle back in the days when I was doing jiu-jitsu. I always try to do judo mm -hmm. to, to have uh, a good stand-up base as a takedown. So right now what I do, I do a lot of jiu-jitsu and I do a lot of wrestling. doesn't matter if I'm fighting or not. I keep my, uh, how I like, how can I call it? Like, like my fundamentals, like my fundamentals. If I'm yeah. a grappling guy my grappling aspects gotta be high doesn't matter if i'm out of camp if i'm in camp i'm always doing a lot of jiu-jitsu and a lot of wrestling and for sure keep doing boxing keep doing kickboxing but not as hard as i do jiu-jitsu like right now my main focus is a lot of wrestling a lot of jiu-jitsu keeping my base good mm -hmm. if i need to go uh, uh mma camp my my best like my 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 positive techniques, like my, my best, my grappling aspect is already good. So that's why I do, when I'm not training, I do a lot of wrestling. I do a lot of jiu-jitsu, do a lot of boxing. And when I get into a camp, okay, now we need to go harder. So I think that's why I'm, I'm able to do a lot of, a lot of, a lot of grappling between a lot of things. But I had little injuries on my shoulders and on both of my shoulders because I think I was overdoing. Mm. So and that was good that the UFC gave me a little break. So I had like almost three weeks, uh, one month, like off, just doing a lot of physical therapies, and finally all all good right now. But like I said, I think I gotta focus on on my on my strengths, and that's what I do. I do a lot of jiu-jitsu, a lot of wrestling. If the competition shows up, like the opportunity shows, I just get it. If not. I would I'll be doing a little bit more kickboxing, get ready for training camp, try to improve my stand-up as well. But I think that the, the only thing that I do different is I focus on my strength and I keep my strength at the highest level possible. Okay, so uh like um when you're talking about your strength, I mean that includes weights and, and just a lot of rounds. Like yeah, a lot like, a lot things that I don't stop is I cannot stop lifting like doing strength conditioning because mm -hmm. to train the way i train jiu-jitsu grappling mma my body needs to be strong that's why i lift people do a lot of lifting today to get stronger to get bigger no i just want to keep my body healthy my body yeah. strong so i keep doing conditioning no matter what i always lift i always do my strength at IHP, they do like a nice program for me for me mm -hmm. during the year and for sure, we pick when we have to pick. When we don't, we focus on keep getting strong, get better on, on things that I need to get better, keep the things that I have good, we, we make it better. So we always have that adjustment. If I fight, okay, now training camp, we go harder. 
we don't have a training camp, we make you, you you basic, you know, make you make your base very strong. If you need to jump on training camp, you can. So mm-hmm. I always do my strength conditioning. I always do my physical therapies. I have a physical therapist that comes at my house or I go to his house two to three times a week and make sure I'm always healthy. I'm always improving. A lot of jiu-jitsu, a lot of grappling, and I keep like sparring maybe once when I don't have a fight. Yeah. Once in two weeks, just keep me sharp. Change my schedule. Okay, now, now we gotta go hard. Now a lot of jiu-jitsu. Keep, still doing a lot of jiu-jitsu, a lot of rest, but more stand-up, more yeah. MMA. As, as I said, MMA gotta be like all together, all combined, striking with takedowns, kicks, and and everything. I just. I kind of adjust that if I have a fight or if I don't. So, like for this match you got coming at, at Titan, it's it's a uh, combat jujitsu with with slapping. I mean, it's 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 like a hard transition, or it's like the bridge between fighting in MMA and jujitsu. Like, yes, how, I, how do you drill for for the like slapping? I mean, are you doing like the boss route in palm strikes, or are you just? No. Like, I think the the best the best routine one it's 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 not allowed. Okay. Because that's considered a striking. Yeah. But they say we gotta open hands and kind of make make that 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 turning with the hands and everything. But I had the best guy to do that here. That's Wagner Russia. Yeah. Yesterday we slapped the the shit of each other and <laughs> and I already I have Nick Lanks. That's one of the guys that I already texted. Hey, I'll be able to train with you. I want to yeah. do that too. And I have one of the Russian guys here that trained with us, Shamil Nikaev. He texted me too. Hey, I want to train with you for that. Make sure when you sport, we come. We're going to train. So I have three very good guys that are going to help me out. That's Wagner Rocha, uh, Nick Lentz, and Shamil Nikaev. That guy's upcoming crazy Russian guy. Uh-huh. So I'll have a good training. Then I just got to, instead of doing MMA sport for that fight, I'm going to open like slapping sport we spar with the open hands yeah and grappling from there jiu-jitsu and wrestling you know it's like to be honest it's nice to watch that it's way way that's why now i understand why they're doing more why it's growing so much and it's not going to stop from here it's going to grow as much more because it's way more exciting than just a grappling match it's more close to mma but not really you cannot kick you cannot punch you cannot elbow you cannot knee it's kind of like a more more street fight. Yeah, I, I was I was just gonna say the guys I grew up with. I'm in New Jersey, New York. Where I would tell I tell them yeah. it's it's like slap boxing, but you could choke the guy or, or twist up the yeah. arm or something. So uh, yeah, that's nice. I, so uh, I know uh, like one of your sponsors is Tatami, right? Tatami. Yeah, the... Tatami giving me a lot of support. They they bro, they, I cannot I cannot. You gonna wear uh, tatami stuff, rash guard, and all I'll that? I wear tatami stuff, and I wear love hand too. They both of my big sponsors. They support me like. Oh, nice. Me. Tatami, I think maybe two, three years already. I've been representing tatami. They always yeah. bring me to. They all in Wales, so I go to Wales sometimes one or two a month, uh, a year. I fight Polaris. That's one of the guys too. So uh, for sure, I'll be wearing tatami. Gotta represent. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like their stuff too. Um, so real, just one last question for me, obviously, uh, this is the weekend, the uh, UFC 235 is tomorrow. Yes. And I know you always like to ask on Twitter, uh, you know, who do you think or who you got? So I figure I ask you, who do you got for tomorrow in the main event? I got my boy Kamaru Uzma for sure. <laughs> with the win, I believe I, I'm being 
training that guy maybe six years. I wait, I think we've been training together maybe six years. Uh-huh. He cornered me once. I'll be able to go to a lot of his fights. We fought on a couple cards. And I saw him doing the, the, the tough here, the Black Zealands against ATT. And I saw how much that guy grow. And I'm very happy to 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 watch that and see, man, the guy. And I, I believe with all my power that he'll be the champion tomorrow. And on the other hand, I think I think uh, Anthony Smith's very good. Good challenger, but uh, I just think he, John John is too much for me. I think mm. John John is will dominate and stand-up might be a little, I think it will be the easiest way for, for, for Smith. Not mm-hmm. easy because John Jones, they, they have all the distance and everything. But if John Jones wants to finish it quick, he can take him down and that will be, I think, the easy path to the win. But I believe John Jones and Kamaru. Nice. All right, well... uh I know, like you said, you wanted to get on that April card. Is there anybody in yeah. particular you would like to face, or you just? Uh, I know you're not. I know you're not the type of guy to call anybody yeah. out, but no, I I think I, I make a, a huge state, a statement on my last fight. I've been doing good, good fights, putting all the show, all try to finish, and I think I believe a guy rank it, or if not rank it, that guy that would put me right there. And we we in conversation, maybe Charles Oliveira. It's one of the names, but okay. we're in a conversation. I think I want to get a, a guy that, or a ranking guy, or a guy that's going to put me right there. So I'm not in a hurry. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'll keep it busy. I'll keep training. If Let's see. I, I, I will continue fighting. That doesn't mean I'm not going to fight. I think I, I want to fight on the on the court here in Miami. Mm-hmm. But I think on the same way, you got to make sense too. You know? If you know, I got to do like tomorrow. I got to be yeah. a single one until I get there. If you're not, but let's see, let's see. I gotta wait. You gotta keep training, and let's see. All right, cool. Um, and you, you before I let you go, you want to shout out your sponsors or anything like that? For sure, for sure. I want to shout out all my team here, my conditioning trainers at IGP, my all my team, Harry Hoof, and the guys at Hard Knocks 365, Kamar that they're gonna be fighting. Uh, you know. All my team and Wagner Rush, all the guys that helped me out with the grappling training too at Cyborg, yeah, Wagner Rush at Combat Club, and for sure my sponsors, Love Hemp and Tatami Fightwear. Of course, cool. Thank you so much, Gilbert. I know you. Uh, I know you're a busy man. You got family and stuff, and you fit training and all that. So I really appreciate you taking the time. My pleasure. Uh, have a good weekend, and you stay in shape. <laughs> I will. <laughs> all right. Thank you.